Welcome to the Wow Marriage Podcast. In our marriage, we had a blast in the whoa, this is awesome phase, struggled and endured through the what was I thinking phase, and fought hard to get to the wow marriage we have today. It's our goal to share with you some practical tools, biblical principles, and help you reach the wow marriage and stay there. So buckle up, get ready. It's going to be a great ride. Now let's get going. Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning back again to your podcast, The Wow Marriage, where we give you biblical principles and life experience to make your marriage successful, fun, heaven on earth. Amen. <laughs> so uh, again, you know, it's like my Maria said, we really want to thank you guys for joining in with us. Um, today, we want to really get into a, a, a good um, teaching or a good information session for you. It's called The Ten Commandments for Marriage. Now, you know, this your is not... Child. Yeah, thou shalt love thy wife. <laughs> but, you Y'all know, shall buy her new shoes. <laughs> by accident, yeah. Okay, yeah. but anyway. With red bottoms. Just kidding, just kidding. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay. Hint, hint, Christmas coming over here. Uh, okay, see, hey, man, I tell you, love your wife. Ten commandments for marriage. That's right. Do what she wants. <laughs> keep her happy with her feet. <laughs> I don't know why I keep thinking about shoes, but... <laughs> That's my love language. It's good. I tell you, you know, you know, speaking of that, that's what we're going to get into is, is here. It's about, you know, you know, placing, you know, our wife or, you, you know, your spouse is your marriage, mm-hmm. you know, above what, you know, your feelings are because you want to be successful. Yeah. You want your marriage to work. And, you know, in, in, the, in these few or these 10 items here, you know, that we've put together, you know, it's just some of the information or some of the things or some of the uh, scriptures that we've adopted into our marriage and into our life to help us through this. Um, now, like I said, you know, this is not the end all be all. This is not, you know, the cookie cutter thing that you must do in order to be successful. This is just what we've used over our years of marriage that have mm-hmm. proven to work for us. And this is what we do. So the first one in the 10 commandments for marriage is, you know, I say, don't ever place anyone above your wife or your spouse. And that description we have here is uh, Genesis two twenty four. It says, for this cause, a man shall leave his father and his mother and be joined to his wife. Now, the being the leaving his father and mother and being joined to his wife is you're taking everything, man, that you've learned from your father, that you've learned from your mother, all your life's experiences from what you've seen your parents do. And you're taking that and you're carrying all of the good stuff. Into and your throw marriage. Throw away the bad. Yes, throw away the bad stuff because you don't want to bring all that in there. Now, you know that you've seen, you know, it's like we've all seen, mm-hmm. you know, the good and the bad of, of, of our parents. And, you know, we've made decisions, these decisions. Well, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to act like that, you know, but that's very important because the scripture tells us that, man, you will leave your father and mother and be joined to your wife and you will become one flesh. So that joining together is something that we really have to grab a hold of and take it seriously Mm -hmm. that we can do we can always put our best foot forward you know to make our marriage successful and that is you know joining and being together being in the covenant being in agreement and you know sacrificing you know for your wife to make sure she gets what she wants because at in the end hey we're going to get what we want like shoes i I mean she gets shoes i get shoes of course you know baby 
you say past experience and your marriages, you ha- and the marriage that we have seen being example before us. There's some good example. There are also some bad example. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you have to choose heavenly DNA for everything in life. Heavenly DNA for your marriage, which means I don't have to, like for me, for example, you know, um, we don't have no a single success marriage in my side of the family. <laughs> <laughs> All my family has been divorced, including my mom and dad. Yeah. So I really didn't have a good example. However, I had, I can use that as excuse or I can use that just like you say, I am not going to do that. Right. I am not going to do like that. And I chose to do my heavenly DNA. I don't claim, I claim what is good in my family, like the good hair. (laughs) Yeah, your kids got good hair too. Yeah, my kids got good hair too. Hallelujah. (laughs) But I mean, I I choose. And this is the beauty of of the freedom that we have in Jesus Christ. We get to choose what we're going to claim. Yes. And we get to just, well, I ain't claiming that. Like, I'm claiming a good cook. My mom is an excellent cook. And I'm claiming, you know, some other stuff. But I'm not claiming bankruptcy. I'm not claiming uh, divorce. divorce. I'm not claiming children's mm-hmm. going, uh, born out of white. Like, that's not what I'm going to do. So we got the choice. We are free in Jesus. And that freedom gives us to be able to claim what you want and what you don't want. Right. Isn't Amen. that beautiful? It is. It is. It That's is. the it's package beautiful. that we claim for our marriage. You know, one of the things that also part of the Ten Commandments is like, I don't put nobody before my man of God. You know, no one, not even my children, like not my pastor, not my <laughs> church, you know, no one. Because after God, this is my first ministry. And if this is happy, mm-hmm. everything, every relationship in my life will fall into place. I remember, and this was hard for me to do, taking vacation without my kids, you know. It wasn't hard for me. Because <laughs> I let nothing, just like the word of God, I let nothing come before the sanctity of our marriage. Yes. Mm-hmm. And if you want this marriage to be successful, trust God. Your kids end up being okay. Yes. They, You'll find everything no. else end up being okay if you put everything in biblical order. That's right. Um, uh, they will be. Everything will line up. <laughs> everything will work out, you know, if mm-hmm. we apply the biblical principles. So um, um, that's number one. And uh, how about number two? That's to put nothing before. I just, I, are you, are you being here listening to me? You do that. No, just kidding. <laughs> he does very good listening, but I forgot to say, yes, I was talking about number two. You mm-hmm. put nothing before your marriage. But this is, you know, I remember, remember this story no. of our young one when he was testifying? Well, let me tell you the story. This is what happened, right? He redeemed himself. Remember, Brandon? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I the remember. first time they gave him a microphone, I recently came to the church, remember? Mm-hmm. And he threw me under the bus for Mother's Day. And I was like, oh, my goodness, this is not my child. I like everybody. He was laughing. He was talking about this very private to me. <laughs> As a result of giving birth, I, I'm going to tell the whole nation now, I have stretched my people. <laughs> I'm no longer embarrassed because my son went and told my entire church already. They already know that. So so he did that. And I, and then came Father's Day. And he went and redeemed himself. Yes, yes, he this did. This child of mine. Uh, he got, they gave him the microphone. I don't know what was I thinking, but thank God he didn't say nothing crazy. And he got very emotional and he say, I thank God for my father because he loved my mom. 
Mm-hmm. And everybody was bawling, including me and you, up here. Yeah. You know, because to his love to him was demonstrated by the way you treat me, the way you love mm-hmm. me. And a lot of times we think giving ourselves all to our children is the way we'll gain the love or the respect. No, it's the way we treat other people and we're in difficult situations, the way we end up sometimes maybe arguing in front of our children, but we also show them reconciliation, you know. Right. All that stuff make the child, you know. And commandment number two is put nothing before your spouse. And don't be afraid to put your spouse before uh, your before your children because at the end of the day, that will minister to them a lot more than just give them stuff or um, lavish them with gift or yeah. whatever that may be. That will mean I'm a, I can test them. I'm a witness. Yes. And you know, I mean, the scripture, you know, what I want to talk about is uh, for that uh, number two is Matthew six thirty three. Of course, you know, it's you're talking about, you know, seeking first the kingdom of God. And, you know, I say seek first the kingdom of God in your marriage, you know, and in all of your righteousness, you know, because when you want, to put your best foot forward. Of of course, we know that we have to seek God in his kingdom first. And then God ordained, God assigned us, you know, as marriage partners, you know, to be that perfect married couple, you know, in spite of the good and the bad, Mm -hmm. you know, the things that we've gone through. So in seeking first the kingdom of God and all of his righteousness, I'm seeking first the kingdom of God in my marriage, you know, asking God how to help me to be a better husband, Asking God how to help me to love my wife. And in the areas where I'm deficient, I say, God, help me in this. Help me to always, you know, love my wife. Help me to, to submit to her as we submit one to another. And yes, I'm, I am the priest of the home. I am the leader of the marriage. But the but Bible also no tells. Right. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the Bible also tells us that, you know, uh, we are to love our wives the way Christ loved the church. And there's no way you can love your wife, man, the way Christ loved the church if you're not seeking the kingdom of God first. Because he gives you all of that. Mm -hmm. It becomes very difficult if you don't do it in the spirit. Yes. That's why marriage is God designed. And the only way that you can have heaven on earth literally in your marriage is if you apply godly principle exactly you, you're applying it because you trust in god with the result at the end of the day what we do what we do what we obey the word of god because we really believe and we put faith on it there's going to have a good result Right. That it is true. You know, the word of God is true. And what we put in God's hands, you know, like I told you many times before, you know, if we each, you know, husband and wife, mommy, Ray and I, if we each work out our relationship in the with the vertical with God, then he works out the horizontal. Yep. He can fix anything that we allow him to do. Oftentimes, folks just don't allow him to do it because they want to put their own emotions into it. But I tell you what, you know, never put anything or anyone before your marriage. Amen. And especially that children. Point number three. Is, point number three. No, 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 especially children. I mean, they come right after, you know. They come right, right here after it's, you, do you know? Yeah, but it's after me. But it is after you, yes, honey. Okay, Are you all right. happy about that? Uh, yes, ma'am. Okay. Yes, ma'am. Number three, number three. Um, you want to do that one? You want me to? You do that. Okay, number three is uh, speak to your wife with kind and loving words. 
The scripture we have for that is, I like this, is in Proverbs 25, 11. It says, like apples of gold in the setting of silver is a word kindly spoken. So I love my wife. I want to give her everything. I always want to speak gentle and kind words. And what we have to do is, even in those moments of when there's anger and frustration, or there may be even a little bit of offense, you know, going on, we have to purpose in our lives never to talk down to our wives, never to call her out of her name, you know, never to speak ill over or against her, even in anger and frustration, because those words that come out of your mouth, you know, they attach and they are speak life and death. So the words, the kind words, the loving words, it's what we have to purpose in our in our heart, in our mind to do. You know, out of the abundance of the heart, <clears throat> excuse me, the mouth speaks. So, yes, we can sometimes, you know, say some ill-fated words or some ill words, you know, say that, 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 are, that are hurtful and, and anger. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there's repentance. And when we have a true heart of repentance, you know, um, we really aspire not to do these things again. We don't want, I don't want to say, you know, wrong things or hurtful things to my wife. I always want to tell her that she's beautiful and that I love her. You know, she's just like the hottest woman on the face of the earth for me. That's why we like doing stuff together. Wink, wink. Um, so, you know, it's it's really great to have. And when we're constantly speaking those words of love and affirmation, you know, building each other up, building our wife up, building... uh when I'm building you up, you know, it's not that I'm always trying to, you know, get sex or something like that, but I just no, want really? you to feel, no, really, no. I misunderstood then, because I'm like, man. See, yeah, some yeah, things yeah. are lost in translation, <laughs> you know, but I really want you to feel the best way you can, because I know when you feel good, you act good, you, you feel good, I tell you that you're good, and it just makes it, you know, all around better situation, you better know, communication. You know what, at the end of the day, you have to have a marriage believing that whatever you sow, you will also reap yes. because you are one. If you hurt me, you just hurting yourself because we are one, you know, and you get the benefit from it. Right. You know, somebody always worry about, well, what if the other person doesn't do it? Does it even matter? It doesn't matter. You, you do you what's right. You reap what you sow. Yeah. So just keep on sowing those kind words to me. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Amen. Because it will produce. Mm-hmm. Every fruit produces as to itself. Right. So if you use kind words, you're going you, you, you to get the kind words Amen. back. You Amen. know, You know, this to me is the most important. To me, this should be number one. But I didn't wrote this. Somebody else wrote this. But worship together. Yeah. Ah. Is something I will drill to every young adult, just married, new, newlywed, is take time to worship together other than in God's house. Right. Which is important. You should go to church and worship because oh, yeah. there's an anointing there. It's a, it's a blessing bringing into the, when you go to church. However, do it at home. Play some worship music and just worship together the Lord. You know one thing that really touched my heart? I love to talk about the things that we have done and we have experienced. You read the book by, um, um, what is it? Encounter of God Kind? Yes, Close Encounters of the God Kind, yes. And you, that was the first time we worshiped together mm-hmm. at home. And you were crying on your knees. And that was the most sexy thing that you could have done. <laughs> <laughs> I like, oh yeah, babe. No, but for real. 
that was that ministered to me. Okay, so now you know a scripture that goes with uh, um, with that here is remember to worship together is in Proverbs ninety five six and seven where it says, "Oh, come, let us." worship and bow down together. Let us kneel before the Lord, our God, you know, our maker for he is our God. So that is something that we must do. We have got to worship together. Men, mm-hmm. taking your rightful place as priest of your home is grabbing your wife by the hand and going into the intimate place with her outside of sex, you know, we're talking about worship. That's deeper than sex you know, to me. It, yes, that goes you know, deeper than sex because it goes to the spirit of a man. Exactly. And it's not, the, remember, it's not about feeling it or finding the right time. None of that matter. There are many times when you just hold hands like, Yeah, I mean, I mean when, is it, when is it the wrong time to worship? Exactly. You it's know? about telling your it's, flesh it's what always, to do. It's always great. And then that way, because I tell you what, man, like, like my Maria said, you know, that's a sexy thing. That she sees when she sees me and in, in my vulnerability, you know, uh, um, in front of God and in front of her, and I'm taking her and I'm sharing that intimate interaction with my Lord Jesus Christ, with my God and with my wife. And when we're just pouring into each other, just crying out to God, saying how much we love you, Lord, and how much we're thankful for each other and how much we really enjoy being with each other. That is a true testament of worshiping together and you know, crying out in spirit, praying for each other, Mm -hmm. praying over each other, speaking and confessing the word of God. I'm telling you, it is, it's awesome. It is great. I absolutely love it because it brought me from a mighty long way. I tell you what, you know, once I got rid of, you know, all my trying to understand and figure out, you know, the word of God. And I just said, you know what, I'm just going to submit and do what the Bible says. Oh, it was awesome. You know, it, it, it doesn't awesome. have to make sense to obey the word of God. Many times, this is the way I feel God deal with me. I accept it as true through my life without quite com- understand everything that it's asking me to do. And then he gave me revelation about what ju- I just obeyed. Right. Yes. So many times we want the revelation and understand why before I obey. But most of the time God showed you after I told you to do this because this, this and that. Right. And he doesn't have to explain and himself. Everything lines Don't up. Don't our father yeah. settle it? He's never, he's not a man should lie. Mm-hmm. His words should settle it. But, you know, that's right. another story. Lastly, we want well, to talk. Wait, wait, let me, let me, let me introduce this one. Because yeah. I I I, I want to say this one because I know you absolutely love it. Okay, the last uh, point, yeah, yeah. Um, um, number five of the ten is uh, love and accept your wife's family as your own. And the scripture is in uh, Ruth one sixteen. And I'm I'm just gonna uh, pull pull a, a couple of words out of that. It says, "And your people shall be my people." That's what she said. So he's so Hispanic now. now. <laughs> but no, see, I wanted to say that because I want you to tell the part because you absolutely, you know, love my mom. And I love the story of how you tell, you know, your appreciation for my mom and accepting my family as yours. But she's and the best wife mine. in the whole world. Yeah. She, I, oh, my mother-in-law. She, <laughs> <laughs> I just love her so much because I see how strong she is. I just want to give her the world. I want to bless her. You know, instead of I'm the type of person 
that instead of coming against somebody, I want to know them for their strength and I want to imitate that. So your mother taught me how to be a wife, a devoted wife, and a wife um, after so many years, how selfless she had lived her life Mm -hmm. to uh, take care of your dad and stuff like that. So his family became my family. I do want to honor them just like I would honor my parents. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I also see the love that you show. We we just, this might air out later, later on next year. However, we just came for Thanksgiving from my family. Uh, we went to spend it for uh, Thanksgiving with them. And it was crazy. It was loud. You know how my family is. But you was right there in the mix. Mm-hmm. You were not like, you let me have my time with them and and enjoy them. Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, your family is my family. You know, when, when I, what, I, what I mean by that is I got the best of your family in you. So, you know, <laughs> as long as I can deal with you, I can deal with any of them, you know, because, hey, I got the girl. I got the prize. But, you know, I mean, and, and, and accepting your family and all of the differences, you know, with my family and your family. And it's just the love of Christ, you know, that we have for each other. And it's it's given me the ability to see things that I have no control over, you know, things that I just have to and not in a negative way, but just to deal with and put up with because of the differences of of of, of culture, you know, mm-hmm. um, um, number one. And then having, you know, these loud Hispanic people always running around thinking, always arguing, but that's just how they talk. You know, I had to get used to that. But because of my love for you and wanting to be with you and I wanted to do any and everything I could, you know, outside of sin. And I'm telling you this, there's nothing to do with sin. You know, um, but I wanted to love your family because I love you Mm -hmm. and I appreciate your family. I appreciate mom and, 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 and dad and, um, you know, just even though they're divorced, you know, haven't lived together as long as you've been alive, Mm -hmm. but there's still something, you know, that I can take from each of those, from, from each of them, you know, even from, you know, um, you know. My friend, you know, um, Brother Dennis, you know, uh-huh. I mean, he's it's, it's just great because, you know, when I can look at, you know, your family and I see myself, then I it, it can help me work on and fix things because I know that they deal with me and some stuff. Exactly. Just like I'm you dealing know, with them. At the end of the day, God placed people in our life to build the character of Jesus yes. Christ in us, whether it's really good or probably maybe that person is a thorn on your on the, the flesh. flesh yeah. However, it, we so it, want to just delete people. I noticed that here in America, especially, the people just don't talk to their family for yeah. years yeah, to there, come. There's so much because so much strange people being yeah. estranged in families, and they're completely okay with that. You I know. just my culture is like you gotta fix that. Because, you know, you never know when that person, and that's a, you didn't get to choose what family you were born into. Right, no. <laughs> so there's a purpose behind everything if you trust God mm-hmm. and allow God to use you. You'd be surprised that people, that even during the difficulty, that God will bring them back to your life and you can build a relationship. Let's say, for example, my sister. You know, it's always been kind of difficult having a re- my older sister oh, having a relationship with it. No, I'm just playing. I'm sorry. Cut, cut, cut. But you know, she's bad. She, yeah. You know, and she's been changed because I've been praying and I never gave up on my yeah. relationship with her. 
and she's she's a she's a good big sister. And I tell you, um, it's, it's, it's just it's just the love. I mean, I, there's Amen. there's no other way to say it, mm-hmm. you know, except that, you know, accept your wife's family. I mean, I don't see how I don't understand how people can say, you know, they love the wife or the husband, but they hate this brother or sister or they don't have a good relationship with, you know, what I mean, in all things, try your best to get along with everybody. And. You know, I'll move far away you, like we did. Yeah, yeah, we did move far away. <laughs> <laughs> but when we do see, then we have a quality time. Yes. I, I tell you, folks, let me tell you. Um, being married, of course, you know, is, is a great thing. And what we had here, you know, for these five, we're actually going to have to cut this into two parts, yeah, have, mm-hmm. you know, because we're running out of time here. But I just want to go back and just reiterate, you know, the few first five that we've gone over, you know, is do not place others before your wife. Let nothing on earth be more important than your marriage. Speak to your wife with kindness and loving words. You know, remember to worship together and love and accept your wife's family as your own. Now, I wrote this for my wife, but this is for the husband and the wife, you know, so don't put any, don't make any man more important than your husband, wife, mm-hmm. you know, treat, your, own, treat your husband's, you know, family as, as your own, you know, because the more we do life together in a good, solid marriage, you know, with families and with everything that we have and with the worship to God and with pouring our lives into the ministry, into the gospel, and into reconciliation of one to another, there's nothing we can't do that God won't fix because we have to humble ourselves before a mighty God. There's ministry of reconciliation, as the Bible tells us in 2 Corinthians 5, 17 um, through 21. Um, please, 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 please get into the word of God, worship together, bow your knees, pray for each other, pray over each other, and pray together. And I tell you what, seek first the kingdom of God in your marriage. Seek first the kingdom of God in all of his righteousness. And then all these things will be added unto you. A good wife, a good marriage, a good family, good children, and an awesome way to live in this on this earth for the glory of God. So until next time, we're gonna go, we're gonna hit the other five in the next episode, 10 Commandments for Marriage. Stay tuned. We're going to come back to you with the other five here soon. God bless you. Thank you for joining in with us. Thanks for listening to the Wow Marriage Podcast. We pray that the experiences shared today will not only bless you, but inspire you to have your very own Wow Marriage. To stay connected, please be sure to subscribe to this channel and also visit our website at thewowmarriage.com to watch this podcast and others in video. We call you blessed in Jesus' name.